Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros! <laughs> <laughs> what up, ladies and gentlemen? Hernan C.S. here, host of the Business Bros Podcast. We got another great show for you tonight to end the week. Unless you're listening to this on replay, it might be during the middle of the week for you. But if you're on the live feed, happy Friday to y'all. And thanks for the introduction. Joined by the insurance broham. That's, insurance broham. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, uh, James C.S. with Pipeline know. Insurance. So, we do have a great show ready to go for you. We have Mr. Ryan Damn it, I was going to get it right. <laughs> Pereshevsky. Oh, that was good. That was good. Pereshevsky. 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 Perfect, perfect. Perfect. All right. Ryan Pereshevsky from Fidelity National Title. We are excited to have him here. Uh, and man, it is just going to be a wel- uh, welcome day. An awesome day. Uh, awesome interview. We're, we're ready Appreciate to go. It. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us today. All right. But before we get started, I got to do our promo. Remember, oh, ladies yep. and gents, 365 pairs of shoes by the end of the year. So if you have a gently used pair of shoes or you have new shoes or you want to donate cash, hit James up, 619-884-0045 or James at csfirst.com. He'll hop on his Harley. And today we got two Harleys in the driveway. But James will hop on his Harley. He'll roll out there, pick them up from you. Uh, and we appreciate all the donations we've had so far. Our guest yesterday, uh, Randy, brought a bunch of shoes too. So that pile just keeps getting bigger and bigger. It's going to be a great Christmas for some people out there who desperately need your help. So if you have shoes, we'd appreciate it. All right, let's get into this. Randy. Oh, really, really quickly. Uh, public apology to Randy because I definitely uh, was doing my Instagram story and I called him Ryan. <laughs> Oops. It Oops. Oops. Uh, and really, one last thing, uh, really quickly. Uh, Anthony Ramirez says, Hey, what's up? Oh, Anthony's a legend. Says, uh-huh, my boy. I was actually going to think about him to be on, too. Yeah? Yeah, he's good. Anthony's been on the show. He has. Okay. Yep. Yeah, he's got a crazy story. Oh, man. He's got crazy stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, did you do the intro already? I, even... I did, but uh, I, you we, know. We, it's, it's all out of whack now. To- I know, I know. We totally messed it up. It's, uh, you know. It's Friday. It's yeah. Friday. It's, it's Friday. It's Friday. You know, it is what it is. All right, right. And it's been, it's been a hell of a week for what it's worth. I mean, we've had uh, plenty of uh, interviews this week. We had a couple of two-a-days. And next week, man, it's going to be, it's going to be the Off show, the man. Chain. It's going to be crazy. We have like three guys. days of two-a-days. Oh, damn. So nuts! Woo! All right. Well, let me hear about you. So, uh, I we met at the uh, expo. Yep. Right, and uh, just kind of you know shooting the shit a little bit, and I found out some crazy stuff about you. Like, uh, you used to, you used to skateboard a lot. Yeah, definitely. I was uh, trying to pursue that as a career for ten years, probably. Tell me about that life, dude, because, I mean, we're going to transition to something not as interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's for sure. Right, but tell me a little bit about that life. Um, you know, I was just uh, gotten to skating when I was probably in, like, fifth or sixth grade. All the kids at my school were into it and just kind of picked it up and 
literally it took over my life i basically was just became a one-track minded all i wanted to do was skate that's it so um did it for you know five or six years moved up to san francisco met a bunch of people up there got sponsored did the whole thing traveling you know dude, doing san tours. francisco has some mean hills dude it's my favorite thing yeah i love bombing hills Oh, yeah. dude, that, that would terrify me, dude. Like, I'm, I'm always looking at like traffic, and like, I don't, I don't know, man. I have a lot of fear of you know uncontrolled speed. Yeah, there, there wasn't like a, a whole bunch of people that were into bombing hills, but now there's a group of kids out there. It's like a, they call themselves GX 1000, and there's just a bunch of kids that just all they do is bomb hills. I would definitely suggest looking that up on uh, YouTube or whatever. They the videos are insane. Sometimes you're like, how did that guy not die? Dude, I I mean, do you have any, like, mean, like, spills? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I remember, actually, the the worst one that I ever had was here, and it was right before I was moving to San Francisco, and there was, like, a hill. I was living in Sauna Beach. It's, like, a block away from my house, and we'd just come back from L.A. from a skate premiere, and I was like, hey, like, take me to this hill. I want to bomb it before I get back, you know, before I leave. And I remember I bombed it and probably got, like, three quarters of the way down and just smashed and it was at night so my friend was like following me in the car with the lights on and i just remember like falling and sliding and like looking back and seeing the car like driving and we're both like moving at the same time and i just like you know added just adrenaline i popped up and just got back on my board and ran away and like drove like skated back to my house they left you know and i got home and just the whole side was just road rash you know couldn't couldn't put pants on for like two weeks probably oh yeah it was a good one. When when did you finally feel the pain on that? Like, I mean, you ate, you you hopped on the board, you skated home. When like, did when did it settle in? Like five minutes later, when I was <laughs> when I saw it, <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, that is not good." Yeah, when, dude. When you get road rash like that, is it like a burn? Like you have to oh, treat yeah. it a certain way? Yeah, exactly. Like if you got like burned in a fire, it's literally the whole epidermis is just gone. Oh, yeah. dude, it's not fun. <laughs> And like I said, I literally I couldn't wear pants for like three weeks, so that wasn't funny. They're like going like places and, you know, pants are getting stuck to you and stuff. So no, oh, no, no fun, no fun. Just shorts, loose shorts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. All right, so you, you were telling me you got sponsored and everything? Yeah, so I was uh, riding for a couple companies out of San Francisco. Uh, they had a distribution, which was called Deluxe, and so they had like a couple different board brands. They had trucks, wheels. They had pretty much the whole nine yards that they were doing, so I got hooked up with a few of their companies. and. Through that, went on a bunch of trips, and uh, to, actually, it was really awesome. I got to go on this trip called Beauty and the Beast, which was, um, I rode for a company called Antihero Skateboards, and we went on a trip with another company called Girl, and those were, like, all my favorite skaters growing up, both teams, so it was, like, a really good experience for me to, like, go on a trip for two weeks with everybody I idolized, like, every person I ever wanted to, like, meet, they were there, and we were just kicking it, skating together. That's trip, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's that's... I would call that successful. Oh, dude, I, you know what I mean? And I can't take that back. No, like those memories are are there forever. Like you did it. Yeah. No, it was a great time, you know, and, and specifically this this guy right here, shout out John Cardiel. He was like my favorite skater ever growing up, like super rad dude, and he was on Antihero. He he actually um got injured in Australia like a few years before that and wasn't really skating, but he can, you know, kind of roll around, but it was sick to like kick it with him and and watch him cruise and do that whole thing, so so what what stopped you like what, what ended up you know why did you leave uh so you know it's really really hard to like actually make a good living in skateboarding you know what i mean i have a ton of friends that are still doing it and you know some of them make more money than others but the you know the people that actually make a career you know be able to take care of a family and buy a house and stuff like that it's such a small group is it were you doing it like before like uh, social media times or yeah yeah, yeah, yeah for sure for sure 
back in the day. Yeah, but my like most successful skateboard friend, he doesn't have Instagram. He doesn't have Facebook. He doesn't have any of that. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. He's like him and one other dude are like the anomalies where like nowadays, if you, you know, back in the day, it'd be like, oh, like, let's film these tricks. Let's send the video to the sponsor. And now they're like, uh, how many followers you got? Yeah. yeah <laughs> that, that's all they care money. about, you know, because they want to be able to sell stuff. So that's, you know, that's kind of where the whole, like, as a skateboarder, you're a product, you know what I mean? So some people aren't as, you know, you can't sell that yeah, product as well. Them. Like they could be the best product ever, but if they don't have the personality and, and people aren't buying into them, it's kind of like, sorry, you know, because I've met, you know, I've had a ton of really good friends that, they're amazing skateboarders but they don't really have the personality per se and it just sucks because you know the companies aren't trying to pay into that no well especially now yeah how how important you think it is like i mean we can do this across any type of industry but how important is it to start building that kind of audience super important yeah you know what i mean because right now social media has just become that platform where it's like you know having a storefront like if you don't have a storefront you're not even are you really in business you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and that's why it's crazy for him and i'm like dude how are you, you know, the one person that's able to get away with this and not have that, you know, addiction to social media or be on there, you know what I mean? So, but that's, I guess he's created his own brand of being not that guy, you know what I mean? So is, is stuff being made on him? He just doesn't do it himself? Dude. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? He's in the magazine and stuff like that. But I remember like one of the guys, they were on a trip and, you know, just as a joke, it was like, oh, I'm going to make an Instagram for you. And I think like the first day he had like 15,000 followers or something like that. But he doesn't care. He has no interest in being on that. He's actually like furious about social media. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's weird. Is he is he like our age or is he? He's uh, I think it's like 30, 29 maybe. Twenty nine, thirty. Yeah. Also oh, maybe not so much. Yeah. Oh, dude, he was running the flip phone forever. Like he's <laughs> he's like a caveman out here. Is, is it? You think it's mostly because he just wants to skate? Yeah, for sure. Like he doesn't like, want to deal with any of that stuff. He's yeah. just like, let me do my thing. Yeah, and I think that's why people are really, like, attracted to him, you know? They're like, dude, like, this guy is, you know, he's super gnarly because he'll meet somebody in freaking Budapest and then, like, be skating down the street in PB and it's like, oh, what up, Chuck? It's like, where do you know that dude? Oh, I met him in Budapest, like, three years ago. I'm like, what? How do you know that He dude? knows these people. Oh, yeah, 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 insane memory, like, insane. That's gnarly, dude. That's gnarly. All right, so why did you, why did you end up getting out? So, uh, you know, I honestly, I wasn't really making a good living out of it. I was, you know, getting some photo incentive here, doing the magazine thing here and there, and it just wasn't really paying off. And then I, uh, I ended up injuring my back in 2010, 2011. I uh, herniated two discs in my lower back. Which was it? Was it a good like? Was it a good trick, or it was just like on a random day? Uh, it was. Uh, I think it was accumulation of like a couple of different falls where I had like fallen right on my back and then this one was like the ender of all enders because i remember i fell and i was like oh that, that didn't feel right you know you know instantly and then uh we went bowling and then after bowling i was just like frozen couldn't even move just stuck seized how old were you when you finally had to stop 26 25 probably it's funny man because i mean you talk to athletes football players baseball players soccer players like their lifespan in in full athletic combat, like whatever it is, yeah. it's anything that's that's brutal on the body, that's about it, dude. Retirement at like thirty. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I definitely wasn't training like an athlete either. You know what I mean? They're out there stretching and working out. I was just drinking beers and partying. Yeah, <laughs> way different lifestyle. But you know what I mean? There's those dudes now that are like, they treat it like they're athletes. They're out there hitting the gym. They have personal trainers. You know what I mean? That's not why I got into skateboarding. So it's kind of like, oh, that's cool. You know that's what I mean? Cool. But it's, it's in the Olympics and it's becoming a sport. You know what I mean? But 
what attracted me to it was the fact that I could like do it without anybody else. You know, like I grew up playing Pop Warner for years and, you know, I actually like had like opportunities to play for private schools and in high school and stuff like that. But as soon as I found that skateboard, I didn't want to have anything to do with sports, team yeah. sports at least. So nothing anymore. It's over. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, 100%. So, okay, so you le- you had this exciting life, right, of doing exactly what you love to do every single day. Yep. Physicality kind of, you know, the, the physical ailment of it kind of stopped you. So you decided to go into real estate? <laughs> I didn't decide. Um, <laughs> it's super funny because I don't really know any title reps that were like, oh, like, this is what I wanted to do. I, you know, like, I grew up, I wanted to be entitled. It's like, no, most of us, like, either knew somebody or had a friend, family family member, a friend that was in the industry and that had opportunities, you know. So um, my mom was the uh, VP of sales at a title company that's no longer around. And I was living in NorCal. She hit me up one day and was like, hey, this is kind of what happened. Uh, basically, another title company had secretly negotiated to bring all of, her, all of their employees to our company. And through the deals. Yeah, you know what I mean? But then they paid. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she uh, hit me up and was like, hey, here's the situation. I'm not going to be the salesperson anymore. She went into like a corporate position and she wasn't sure if she was going to like it. So basically she was like, hey, I want you to come on and basically take over my book of business. So that way, if I don't like my new position, I can go to another company and still have my book of business. Because, you know, if not, they were going to basically take all her clients and kind of spread them out between Mm -hmm. the other employees there. And so, you know, her being smart about it, she was like, hey, you know, this is what we got to do. So I was like, oh, you know, as a favor to you, for sure, I'll I'll do it. You know, and it it wasn't serious. I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go and, you know, really work. Build a career out of this. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I was like, I'll come out for the weekend. I'll meet this guy that I got to convince that I'm going to be, you know, taking over your business. And that's it. And so... Flew out to San Diego. She bought me a suit. Met up with the guy, <laughs> and uh, met with him, and you know, talked with him for a little bit. And after that, I was like, "Wait, what's the job?" He's like, "Yeah, you know, you're, you're pretty much just like networking and you know, trying to help people grow their business." But when he explained it to me, I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, people get paid to do this, all right? You know what I mean? <laughs> sure, sign me up." You know. And so uh, after about a, a week or two, I went back up to NorCal, and you know, I was like, you know, thinking about life. I was like, "Dude, maybe I should." Like, really Give do this yeah, yeah yeah like this is an opportunity and, you know for me I, i'm like the last person that's like oh, i want to take a job for my mom like you know it's just kind of like an ego thing but i was like i'd have to be an idiot not to you know what i mean mm-hmm. like and i'm glad that i did because you know I, I basically moved back like three weeks later and started doing it full time and actually doing the job all right so let me let me ask you that you have huge changes and and for a lot of people out there that are going through some major life changes and things are are switching up you've had to make some changes that are kind of subtle but yet i mean you kind of already mentioned one that but it's kind of subtle yet you have to do it for the new profession like you got tattoos right yeah i mean you got like all over um sleeves well no no the promise to mama was that i never got anything that you couldn't see without it with the t-shirt on so everything's like above the three the sleeves and then i have my chest my back my legs things like that done but nothing you can't see no, okay so with normal clothes so you're used to dressing like a skater yep regular clothes it's comfortable now you're going in a profession that like you can't dress like that it's sometimes you can't and sometimes you can in san diego yeah you yeah, yeah. Right. well I, dude i get con- uh, like clients are like dude like why did you show up like that when i'm in a suit you know i'm mm-hmm. like well i didn't get dressed for you i got dressed for the meeting i had before you, <laughs> you know what i mean it just happened to work out this way but you know what i mean like uh i usually try to keep it casual on like fridays i'll ride the motorcycle around and and keep it mellow and it's just i guess 
when people get used to seeing you in the suit and then you show up on this, you know what I mean? They already yeah, know that yeah. you're a professional, so it's okay. But they're like, oh, whoa, like, you're a human. You know what I mean? You're not, you're not a monkey. You're like, oh, shit, yeah. You know, we do have lives. So. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's just, it's super funny because, like, I fought everything to ever wear a suit. You know, I was like, I'll never wear a suit. I'll never wear work a nine-to-five, like, the man. No, no, yeah, no. you rebelled never since, since fifth grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, as soon as I got the suit, I was like, you know, going into a grocery store, and they're like, oh, hey, sir, how can you, you know, how are you doing? You need any help? And I'm like, sir, what? What the <laughs> respect? Who are you talking to? I've never felt respect in my life, you know, because they just look at you as a skateboarder, and they're like, get out of here. Kid, yeah. yeah so. Matter of fact, keep an eye on that one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so <laughs> it was a big... the sir you speak of? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Turtle is my father. <laughs> That's what I think of. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's crazy, because, like, I always think about, like, the old me probably would have wanted to fight the new me, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> you sold out. Yeah. You sold I, out. I bought in, you know what I mean? I bought in, yeah. yeah. It's a good perspective. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I mean, okay, so tell me what it's like. I mean, you still got friends that, you know, are at home. They they still skate. They still, yep. they're, they're, they're not business at all. No. Nah. But now you have colleagues that are, like, all business. What's that like? What kind of balance is that like? Um, you know, it's just like every person. It's a, it's a little bit different depending on the situation. But, it, you know, I can't win. That's for sure. Because I show up with my friends and I got the suit on. They're like, what the hell are you wearing? I show up to, <laughs> to work with the skate clothes. They're like, what are you wearing? You know what I mean? So it's like I can't win no matter what. So, um, you know, but it is a, it's a, a big transition for sure. And I guess it's kind of like how you carry yourself too. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm not being like a skateboarder you know what i mean i'm just you know sometimes i wear the suit and it's crazy though because i think that people a lot of people think that that's how you have to be but realistically after you know people let their guards down you realize okay you're not like this super square professional like you know by the book all the time you know what i mean like people like to let loose and i think that it's kind of like in business people put that front up and then they kind of let them real their real self show mm -hmm. to you and you're like okay like uh, you know What's been the biggest, like, struggle that you had when you first started? Uh, honestly, I didn't really like the job for two years. There's a lot of egos in real estate. Um, you know, my job is to help people. And when you're, you know, especially because, you know, we were talking about the title stuff. It's like when you're going out of a, a place to, like, try and help people and then they're just like, nah, I'm good. You know, like, they're super rude sometimes. And you're like, okay, let me look this up. And you're like, oh, well, Chuck only did one deal last year. Like, are, are you sure you don't need my help, Chuck? You know what I mean? It's like, but it's like, it's an ego thing for them too because they don't want to ask for help. You know what I mean? So it also comes down to the fact that like the people that do my job have done it in such a way for so long that, you know, just like the consumers to you guys, you know, they have a bad taste in their mouth. Mm -hmm. You know, the consumers like, oh, like I don't like agents. I'm going to sell my own home where they're like, I don't like title reps. Like they do it, you know, they they're always showing up at your office when you don't want them there, trying to bug you, and it's just kind of like, I don't know. I compare it to like Eeyore. Like, who'd want to hang out with Eeyore, dude? <laughs> That's funny, dude. Yeah. I'm just here. Got, got a title order. Got it's a like, title order. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, you know what I mean? It's a, a lot of like begging and like assuming like, oh, if I go in the office, like I'm going to get a deal. It's like, dude, I, I, nah, I'm good. I try to put myself in the agent's perspective and go like, how would I want to approach this? You know what I mean? How would I want to be approached? And it's just like trying to be as less Carl salesman as, as possible. Yeah, yeah. So what have you found works for you? Being myself. But it took me a while because I thought that I had to be this like specific person and fit in this box and act a certain way. And then once I started acting more myself, 
I started attracting people that were more like me. And through that, I've enjoyed it more because in the beginning, it was like, okay, well, I want to get business. What are you going to do? Okay, you go after the biggest people. You go after, you know, whatever you can. But then when you kind of like start to find your avenue, you know that what people kind of like are attracted to you and you're attracted to them and like it works. You know what I mean? Because me, I more so try to like make friends with you and see if we can have that relationship and then the business. Because if it's just about the business, then you're just a number. You know what I mean? And I want to be in a position where like I feel like I'm in this as much as you are. So like when a deal goes south, I'm, you know, this is my deal. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. fight. You know what I mean? Like, I want to get in there in the trenches with you and make sure that the deal gets closed. So it's just, a, you know, more relationship, you know, and less, less uh, focusing on the, the commissions and the, the money and all that stuff. How much of being a title rep is going to events, going to functions? A lot. Yeah? Yeah, no, dude, that's that's pretty much all I do is network. You know what I mean? I'm I'm probably four nights out of the week i'm going to some happy hour mixer grand opening you know whatever there i think in in december i went to like 22 holiday parties and i think the only Dang. person i talked to is another title rep from uh Tycor. i think he went to like 19 or something like that but we were we were like i don't even know how i'm alive right now <laughs> <laughs> iron liver dude yeah. see so if you want to if you want to party a lot you either become a title rep <laughs> or you stay in college for a long time. <laughs> join the Navy. Or join the Navy. Uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Not even Ma Dukes was like, hey, be careful out there because, you know, she's she was a manager. You know what I mean? She probably had probably at any time 30 people underneath her. And she's like, hey, I've seen some people just lose it, fall off just from going out to the work parties and getting sucked into that life. And then, you know, from there, it's So it's how do you balance it then? How do you... How do you I'm sure you drink a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> drink a lot of water, get some exercise, you know what I mean? I, I try to do other things that I'm interested in with my, my friends and colleagues too, you know what I mean? It doesn't always have to be drinking, but that's just kind of like what the one thing I've noticed in real estate that it's like the booze is always there. Mm -hmm. People in real estate love to drink. They like to party. They like to let loose because, you know, it's it's uh, high stress, high rewards. So yeah. it's kind of like sometimes you need to have some of that. Yeah, <laughs> I got the bottle right there sitting there just in case. Stressful days. It is a Friday. So let me let me ask you this, dude. Um, where, where do you see yourself like going? Are you are you going to be entitled for a long time? Are you planning on like you've seen other avenues that you like or? I, honestly, it's a, a great place. Once I've like kind of found my niche and where I'm at and my path, I'm, I'm pretty stoked on it. You know what I mean? And, and it's I love working for Fidelity. I've been there about three years and I had been at a different company and it was just a different culture, different stuff. So honestly, I love working there and I like being a title rep. But obviously, you know what I mean? I want to grow, you know, and, and I guess the next thing would be leadership and probably trying to get into either becoming a sales manager or something like that but then i gotta be responsible for babysitting 20 people like me and i don't know if i want to do that you know what i mean some people you know what i mean there's some some really good people out there but there's some bad apples too and you know what i mean i don't i don't really want to be babysitting those people what have you learned that uh that you know being in this type of in this type of environment dealing with agents dealing with other title reps dealing with escrow office dealing with all the the legit like the legal stuff that has to go on like what have you learned that's helped you kind of navigate those waters so you're not accidentally stepping on things you shouldn't you know little landmines experience you know what i mean i studied for like six months with my mom like all this stuff like oh we're gonna look at prs we're gonna look at you know all this legal and i was just like i knew it but until i actually got out there and experienced it, it that's how you could actually utilize that information. You know what I mean? It was stored in there, but until I got into the experience and I was like, okay, I know it. 
and I got through the situation, so I was right, but I didn't have the confidence necessarily in the beginning to be like, oh, this is what you do, you know? So it's kind of like a just learning through experience because every title order is different. 90% of them don't have issues, but the ones that do have issues, it's like they, they have nothing to do with, you know, the one, it's like A and B, apples and oranges, they're nothing alike. So it's kind of like you learn from that experience, and then you're just like, okay, when's the next opportunity? <laughs> I, I, when you when you're when you're having a stressful day, right? Mm-hmm. Things are not going your way. I, I would usually think that you would hop on a skateboard and do something like that. What do you do now to like, you know, you've had a stressful day. How do you like blow steam? The Harley. The Harley now. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Hell be- yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's become the skateboard now. You know what I mean? <laughs> Unfortunately, I will you know admit that I ride it probably a little bit more uh, aggressively. Yeah, ride hard, ride fast, take lots of unnecessary chances. Yeah, but. Sorry, mom. <laughs> yeah, sorry, mom. <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, actually, I remember uh, when I bought the Harley, actually, I had put my parents' address on the thing, and I didn't tell them that I bought it. And she was like, oh, you're never going to ride a Harley, you know, of course. And then uh, I bought it, and I called the lady. I was like, hey, I need to change the uh, information over to my address because I don't want my parents to know. And they're like, oh, sorry, honey. It's too late. You better tell your mom <laughs> before she finds out, <laughs> before they get the letter in the mail. So randomly got her on a phone call and I was like hey uh while I'm talking to you I got a motorcycle and she was just like what and I was like yeah I got a motorcycle she's like oh okay I was like oh god I was expecting her to just well you're grown up now like yeah but at the same time she (laughs) 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 don't want to make her mad well James tell me in your experience like what was it what was it like telling mom hey by the way I'm getting a motorcycle um well, I had already joined the Navy and done all kinds of crazy things in my life, jumped out of an airplane, and, you know. So I think mom was kind of, like, over being scared for my life. Are you married? Uh, yeah. Okay. How yeah. was that one? Uh, she was in Europe at the time. Okay. And I traded in her Fiat to get <laughs> the Harley. I'm sure that went <laughs> so, over real well. She was in Europe at the time. Uh, you're, you're, you're still married, right? Still married. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I just, I just wonder, would you jump out of a plane too? Then? Yeah, I've been skydiving, oh, dude. It's super fun. It wasn't like people were like, oh, it changes your life, and you know, obviously that 15 minutes after, you're like, oh my god, but you know, now it's not, you know, because I know people that would do it like you know, they wanted to try something on a skateboard and they just were too scared to do it. They're like, oh, go jump out of a plane and you won't be scared to do it anymore. I'm like, okay. Didn't fix it. Yeah, didn't do it. It's a different kind of adrenaline rush. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Are, are, are you still big roller coasters? Like you, you're down to go on roller coasters and stuff too. I mean, I am now. Yeah, and funny enough, as a kid, I couldn't. I was having this conversation earlier today. As a kid, I got super freaked out on like the weakest rides. Like I was 14 years old, crying on on Big Thunder Mountain in Disneyland. <laughs> so, so then, okay, and then a question for both of you. I'll, I'll start with you first, though. Yeah. What are you scared of? Hmm. I don't know yet. Because <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I, I, I scare. I'm, I'm scared of letting people down. Like that's oh, probably for, sure. for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the biggest thing for me is like if I promise you something, I, I, I would totally. It's like one of my biggest fears that I can't hold up my end of the bargain of whatever I promise. Like if I say oh, I'm gonna do sure. something, I do it. And if and like that's one of my biggest fears. Yeah. But it's not an actual like 
fear like maybe i don't know a rabid dog at yeah, night yeah, yeah, yeah. cornered but that you know what i mean it definitely it gets you sweating right You're yeah like, Shit, stressed you know what i mean is you, you feel it physically yeah so yeah no definitely that's those a, are, that's those are the things that i don't know maybe at my age <laughs> i don't fear jumping out of an airplane because i'm not never gonna jump out of an airplane i'm good yeah like i don't know those are the types of things like i don't is there anything that no that one's a, that's a really good one because you know what i mean we live in the the world of over promise and under deliver and it sucks like you know people are don't do the things they say because they can, they can, you know what yeah. I mean? But it's like, do it because you said you would. Well, I think I, you know, it's funny because it used to be a, you know, back in the day, you know, you shake on it. Like that's your word, right? Your word is your bond. Oh, for and sure. we, we kind of went away from that. But I think honestly today it's more so because not only is your word is your bond, like you're documented. Like most of the things you say, Oh, for sure. You're, you're recording them. You're putting them online. You're sharing them. So like, if you said it, you better stick to it because <laughs> 10, 15 years down the road, they're going to be like, that's not what you said. Yeah, the internet doesn't forget. That's for sure. I mean, look at like politicians. Look at like scandals that happened. Like back in 1975, this yeah. guy said this. I'm like, really? He was 12 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it comes back. It's true. I barely right? knew what I was doing at 30. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I barely got it figured out. And just when I think I got it figured out, I realized I don't actually know anything. And and that's kind of scary though. But But that's one thing that I try to keep... I do it with my kids for sure, and I try to keep it with the adults. Like, I'll tell you, if I promise you I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. If I can't, I'll tell you, like, I'm going to try. I can't guarantee that this will happen, Yeah. but I'm going to try my best to get it done. And, like, those are, like, two different things for me, but I guess that's that's probably my biggest fear. Did you come up with one? A biggest fear? Biggest fear? Like, what what, what are you, like, not going to do, or what what scares you? Cause you guys are. No, hard. I don't like. I don't like spiders. That's for sure. Spiders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't. I don't play with those. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Like, all right. I'll tell you. The last time that I was that I was freaked out, I was uh, walking around Bankers Hill area, and there was this old, creepy-looking house. And the person that I was uh, walking around with, she decided that she just wanted to go into this creepy-ass-looking house and like. Dude, scary movies start off that it's way. Exactly, right? <laughs> so here I am, like we rode over there on the Harley, and I got my helmet in my hand, like ready ready to use that thing as a weapon. Like, let let something, you know, pop out at me. But, you know, I'd do it anyway. But I did it anyway. I did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'll do anything twice. <laughs> Once to try it, twice to make sure I don't like it. <laughs> you know, it's funny, dude. I, I tell my students when, they're, when we're walking out for a break, like, you know, Christmas break or whatever, a few weeks, I'm like... Be safe out there. Don't do anything stupid. And if you do, do it twice. <laughs> because you got to kind of figure it out, right? Yeah. If you're going to mess up, mess up all the way. Mess what, up all the way. What year is your uh, your students? They just graduated. They're all, I teach uh, uh, high school seniors. Oh, shit. Okay. So, yeah, they just graduated yesterday. That's how I got the sunburn. Like, I was <laughs> out there sitting at graduation and sun uh, comes out. Never comes out for the last, last two weeks and it comes out then. Did you go to school there too? I went to Southwest High. Okay. But now I teach at East Lake. Should have went to East Lake. Probably could play pro baseball. <laughs> You're super into baseball. I was super into baseball, dude. But my but the school I went to wasn't very good. Didn't have a very good program. Uh, we had fun for sure. I mean, we 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 did we our team ended up being like a 500 team. Like when we had like losing teams before, so okay. it was it was definitely fun. Nice. But you know, it's not one of the schools like where I teach now. There's a major program there. Okay. Like, like state champions, you know, division champions. We had a kid this year signed to the Minnesota Twins. Oh, dang. In the first round. What? So like, yeah, dude. Wow. That's so wild. It, you know, that's the type of program that's there. Rad. Yeah, my boss's son, he's super into sports. So I, I've seen him out there, like, you know, with the football and the baseball. They're all about it. At Eastlake? I think so. 
Oh, crazy! Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, the programs, just the just the community involvement, the teachers, the parents, like everybody in that area is like super committed to that. The community. sports program. Well, the sports, just, just the community oh, okay. in general. Nice. So I don't know. I I, I always thought if I would have went to school that had that kind of community support, might have been different. You never know. Are they incorporated, Santee? Uh, no, no. I'm at East Lake. Okay. So I don't think Santee's incorporated. Uh, I don't mm, know if they're an incorporated city or not. I think they might. It might be. be. I know La Mesa is. I know uh, Chula Vista is. I know National City is. Uh, Lemon Grove. I don't know about Santee. Yeah. It might be. might not be. I think makes Santee, pulling. El Cajon, Alpine. I think all of those are. No, because some no? of them are just like sections, like little community. Like, I don't even know what to call them. But they're not inco- unincorporated. They're gotcha. unincorporated and incorporated cities. I don't know. I don't know if Santee is. Okay. Well, anyway. Question. I don't know. I probably ask a title rep. i don't know one (laughs) (laughs) all right ladies and gents um i want to thank you for coming on the show and thanks for having me before we head out i want you to look into that camera right there you got the banner right under you if people want to get a hold of you work with you how do they how do they reach out for you Uh, just give me a call 619-416-2076 or you could uh reach me at my instagram too dr ob tax it's uh skateboard backwards and yeah Let's get let's connect. Dopest Instagram name, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I will forget it because it's backwards. Yeah. But once I remember, uh, skater skateboard, shapes, backwards. skateboard backwards, but with a dot. Yeah. With the dot, doctor with the dot. The doctor's in. The doctor is in. <laughs> you ever think about like training stuff, like doing training videos for kids, like helping them out, skating. Not, not really. There's so much of that stuff on the internet. You know what I mean? I know, but you would do like for fun. I've thought about doing skate videos for real estate. So instead of talking about, well, instead of showing, you know, that's the video is always the same. It's the dude in the office talking about whatever. It's the same thing a million times, just a different dude. I was like, I'm going to want to do some videos where it's like stuff that people actually want to watch and actually have like skating or whatever, but still talking about things that or you know important for to my sure. business so trying to find a, a, a different way to kind of go about it so it's not the same thing as everybody else is doing but i'm, I'm messing around with gotta be about parodies. it i seen it yeah that was one we have another one i i wrote it recorded already uh run dmc it's tricky and so it's it's i was to trying to a, find that the full length. teacher realtor it's tricky so i wrote it already <laughs> we're gonna do the video like next week i think that's tight so, can't if you wait. know what gary v look like by the way or uh, uh, Greg Cardone look like? Okay, I'll keep my ears peeled. Yeah, or you kind of got the beard thing going. Maybe we just throw a Jets jersey on you. Ooh, <laughs> I can't do that. Oh, Nin- Niners all day. Niners all day. See, yeah. I got the Chargers behind me. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, I'm gonna throw it out there for you guys. If you guys know any Gary V lookalikes, I put it on my Instagram today. Or a Grant Cardone lookalike. Um, I try to make these uh, these like fathead printouts. But they hit me with the, you don't have the copyrights or whatever. I'm like, son of a... Oh. All right, whatever. It's going to come down to a Jets jersey and a little... <laughs> you just got to find a legit printer that doesn't care. Yeah, I do, right? right? Yeah. I, mean, I could probably find one. I know there's some around. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. R- quick reminder, 365 pairs of shoes by the end of the year. 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. Hit him up. He'll go out there with his Harley and pick them up. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> right? Rum, 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 rum. All right, and then secondly, of course, if you have any insurance needs, not title insurance, you can help you with title, but if you have personal, <laughs> home, auto, business insurance, or you want to add insurance into your line of business, hit James up, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. And uh, that's it, right? Oh, yeah, if you want to be a guest on the show, 
hit me up or find us on social at business bros pod that's all we got for you guys today peace bye-bye and i'm out thank you for listening to the business bros podcast are you interested in being on the show are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance reach out to the business bros via email businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes thank you for listening And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.